You're listening to the Well Women Podcast. I'm your host, Gemma Lee, women's cycle health educator. Together, we're normalizing periods, cracking open real body talk, and femme rising the future. I'm here to remind you that your body is amazing. You can achieve balance, and body confidence all begins with your menstrual cycle. Get ready, beautiful. You're about to learn how to confidently reconnect with your body and discover your unique flow. This is episode 81. Hey, beautiful. Recently on the podcast, we had Emma Morris join us and we talked about breast implant illness and explant surgery. If you haven't already listened to that episode, it's episode 78. I suggest you stop this, go and listen to that first, because in this episode, I'm going to be expanding on how your breasts change throughout your menstrual cycle. In that episode with Emma, I spoke about my journey with my own breasts. (laughs) I don't have breast implants. I've never had breast implants. I have thought about getting breast implants, though. Um, And I do share that in in the podcast episode with Emma. We have a good old chat about it. But what about understanding how your breasts naturally change throughout your menstrual cycle? If you are anything like me, when I was younger, I wished I had bigger boobs. I don't really have big boobs right now anyway. Um, I would say I'm a B cup. Sometimes I'm a C, but it depends on where I am in my menstrual cycle. Now, I know this for myself. My clients know this when we go through our sessions together or if they're a part of the Well Women Academy. However, what about you? Did you know that your breasts change and it's normal for them to change throughout your monthly cycle? So in this episode, I wanted to take the opportunity to give you a bit of an overview about how your breasts work in your menstrual cycle, because I don't know about you, but how good would it have been if our bodies came with a user's manual, like an owner's manual? This is how your boobs work. This is how your menstrual cycle works. This is how your cervix works. Unfortunately, they don't make one of those. So let's talk about breasts and things that we can do and understand about our boobs and how they grow and shrink sometimes throughout our monthly cycle. Now, when we look at our monthly cycle, we know that we have the four phases. And when we look at the four different phases, we also know that our hormones ebb and flow throughout our monthly cycle. Basically, our hormones affect many aspects of our breasts. And it's what really, you could say, inspired their development in the first place, because if we didn't have hormones come in, like if estrogen didn't pop into our lives in our teens and tweens, we probably wouldn't have started to get boobs. So when we look at our breast health and understanding one, how a menstrual cycle works, we can begin to understand why our body shifts and changes throughout our cycle. Like for example, did you know that your uterus actually naturally expands when you menstruate? So you will feel a little bit more bloated and you will probably feel bigger in your dress size. But there is a whole lesson on this over inside the Well Women Academy. So as soon as you become a member and join us, you can jump in and learn more about it there. So knowing this, how do our breasts change throughout our cycle? Let's get to know the four phases. I know you probably already know them, but we have inner winter, which is menstruation, followed by inner spring, which is our follicular phase, also known as post-menstruation pre-ovulation. Then we have ovulation, followed by post-ovulation and pre-menstruation. And we loop all the way around and begin our next cycle. So let's kick it off with what our breasts are like during the first phase of our cycle, inner winter. So when we're menstruating, our hormones are pretty much like a ground zero, you could say. And during menstruation, sometimes our breasts might feel a little bit lumpier. But as we move through our cycle, 
they will change their shape and their stature, you could say. So I want you to know that as your body begins to realize through menstruation that it's not actually pregnant, your breasts will smooth out and you will feel more depleted in your breast size. So I like to think that our breasts kind of shrink and then the other thing is that our belly kind of expands. So when we're looking at um, our body during inner winter, this is where we really have the lowest confidence in our body appearance and you could say self-confidence because we're menstruating, we're very inward, we're not external, we're not outward and so naturally our mental estate is a little bit more down. (laughs) We're not going to be as perky and our breasts aren't going to be as perky either. So I want you just to remember that during inner winter, this is about turning inward, but with your breasts you will also notice that they will be a slightly smaller size. And let me just expand on that for a moment, that even though your mind thinks that they're smaller, doesn't mean that they might be completely physically smaller. So if you asked your partner or said to a a loved one in your life, you know, and I've said this to my best friend, Amber, a few times, I'm like, are my boobs really big to you? Or have they really shrunk? And she's like, they look exactly the same. So while you may notice, other people might not notice. So just acknowledge how you feel. That's the most important thing. Towards the end of our bleeding time, our menstrual time, you'll notice that your boobs will not have changed their their growth or their size over the last three to seven days of your bleeding time. And this is because your breasts still don't have the hormone production that's going to help perk them up, so to speak. And so you'll notice that they might actually become a little bit softer as you work or lead towards your bleeding time, towards moving into your full inner spring. As inner spring arrives, this is where our ovulation window becomes closer. And in this follicular phase, our estrogen is rising along with the follicular stimulating hormone known as FSH. So as this is happening, naturally our breasts will begin to rise. (laughs) As estrogen rises, our breasts rise too. And it's a really great time for us to be outward. Um, Inner spring is the beginning of the yang phase of our cycle. And as estrogen improves, you could say our skin elasticity, it also will help with the expansion of your breasts as you lead towards ovulation. So you could kind of consider estrogen like your natural lifter. Um, It's fantastic for your skin, but also really fantastic for your breast health too. So then we move into our ovulation time and this is inner summer and this is where our estrogen is at its highest peak and naturally our breasts will feel full and you could say perky. This is where you will be the most confident in your body all round, but also you'll be super confident with your breasts. Now, for me, knowing that most of my life I've wanted bigger boobs, reflecting on this now, don't really want bigger boobs because I kind of feel like they'd be in the way of the things that I do. Hashtag how hard would it be doing a chaturanga with, with bigger boobs? So if you have bigger boobs out there and you're listening to this, I take my hat off to you. Um, you know, for, for managing and looking after your health and your breast health and still exercising and moving your body. Um, but for me, I used to really, really crave that. So through my ovulation, I notice when my boobs feel really, really full and they're like filling up my, my braette or my bra or whatever it is that I'm wearing, my swimmers even, for example. So ovulation is that sexy and sassy time. I call it the Beyonce phase. I have a whole lesson on inner summer, which is your ovulation window on inner autumn, your luteal phase. I have a whole lesson on inner winter menstruation and the follicular phase too. 
individual lessons over in the Well Women Academy. So as soon as you join us there, you have access to getting a bunch of different education and lessons and the modules that you gain access to over the coming months once you remember cover all of your menstrual cycle in depth. So with ovulation, I do call it the, the Beyonce phase. So you feel really full, perky and to the brim, you could say, in your energy, in your breast size, along with your body confidence. Now, as we move into the last phase of our cycle, inner autumn, inner autumn is our luteal phase. And this happens after we ovulate. And it's generally around day 15, 16 of our cycle. And this is where your breasts will be at their largest cup size. So just after ovulation, that's when they'll kind of reach their peak. At this time of your cycle, progesterone is also beginning to peak. So as progesterone, which is the opposite, not the opposite, but another hormone in your menstrual cycle. If you want to learn more about hormones, there's a whole class on that in the academy too. It's actually the first class that you get. But when it, um, when you're looking at the progesterone peaking, this is where your breasts will naturally hit their peak too. So they'll feel maybe swollen. I always feel like they're more fluidy for me. Um, they might feel more tender and they might even be slightly veiny. If your breasts at any stage of your cycle feel like you have some kind of lump or you can feel something in there or they feel extremely tender over and over and over, like repetitively for multiple days, that's when you want to get checked out. You want to reach out to some medical support, go and see your local GP or your doctor um, and get some guidance around that. Um, you can even see Ch um, Chinese medicine um, or go and see an acupuncturist is another fantastic opportunity to do that as well. But just know that it is normal for your breast to increase in size and decrease around your menstrual cycle, especially if you're not on hormonal birth control. Now, if you're listening to this and you are on some form of um, contraception or hormonal birth control, is that this actually interferes with your natural hormone production. So therefore, with the interference, that's going to affect the natural flow of your hormone production, which contributes to the breast flow and change of size like I'm sharing with you in this episode. So you want to understand where you're at and how it feels for you. A really great way to understand what's going on with your breast size if you're wanting to learn more about this is to add it into your cycle tracker. If you currently don't yet track your cycle, please head over to wellsome.com and download my free Love Your Cycle guide. If you've already done that, um, continue to track your cycle and add in your breast notices or your breast signs. I should probably call it breast signs, right? Um, add in your breast signs. So, oh, they feel really, really full or they feel perky or they feel tender or my nipples are quite sensitive right now um, or I'm busting out of my bra. You'll notice. So I want you to start to explore what your breasts are communicating with you throughout your monthly cycle. Now, as we move through into and through in autumn, our pre-menstrual phase, this is the luteal phase, like I was mentioning before, as we move into the week before menstruation, so you could call this your pre-menstrual week, uh, estrogen is low. So it's turning down. It's stopped its production of, like over a week ago. And br your breasts can sometimes be less symmetrical. So you might notice that one looks a little bit bigger or one looks a little bit smaller or they look a little bit off center. But don't stress about this. This is just a sign that your hormones are actually slowly coming down to a ground zero and you're about to begin your next menstruation again. Your boobs will always even out. And a great example of this is pregnancy and breastfeeding is your boobs are consistently changing size over the, the time of your life. 
So I want you to really get to know your breasts. And one of the best ways to do that is number one, track your cycle and add your breasts and what your breast signs are on your cycle tracker. The second one is breast massage. Now, if you're not familiar with this, it's essential practice that helps connect you with your body. It also helps open up your heart space. A lot of things that I actually teach over inside the Well Women Academy. But get to know your breasts by giving yourself a daily breast massage. It's funny, actually, when you massage your breast, they naturally will grow. Um, kind of like you could say with a male's erection is that, you know, when it's massage, it's naturally going to grow. And so our breasts are the same. So I want you to explore touching and feeling your own breasts in a sensual way or just getting used to doing so in the shower when you're cleaning your body. That's how I started my breast massage routine after living largely my masculine and wanting to embrace my femininity. And it's definitely helped with the process. And so it's a teaching over inside the Well Women Academy membership. Now, a couple of important points. Now that we've been through the four different phases of our cycle, just give you a little overview is our breasts are normally the lowest and the smallest during our menstruation, the fullest, perkiest, and you could say confident breasts around our ovulation. So we lead to breasts increasing to ovulation and then breasts decreasing to menstruation and so forth. We move in a circular motion around our cycle. But what about when it's not your hormones? Like what are some things that can make your breasts bigger in size that is kind of related to your menstrual cycle, but it's not hormones. So when you're having sex, your heart rate increases, your blood pressure increases, and so your breasts can increase too, especially if they're being stimulated, touched, and felt. So that experience can also increase your breast size. Now, another thing is if you're drinking too much caffeine, and I'm saying caffeine, not just coffee, but caffeine can sometimes create sensitivities. I know that if you have excess estrogen, this is a hormone factor, of course, Gemma, but excess estrogen can create extra tenderness. And I know many women today have a challenge more so producing progesterone and then having an excess of estrogen in their body. So if your breasts are super tender um, and sensitive, you can look at your caffeine intake and then anything that you're eating or consuming that can contribute to potential rise in estrogen in your body. Things like soy products are a really great, great starting place to look at. Then additionally, you can also look at your carbohydrate intake. So eating really, really rich carb foods can actually help produce insulin. And then this insulin can sometimes create fluid retention. And then maybe that's why your breasts have increased in size. So I wanted to make those couple points aware to you because sometimes it's not just your hormones that make your breast change throughout your, men your menstrual cycle. Yes, it is a huge contributing factor, especially if you're not on hormonal contraception, but what we do and how we live in our life contributes to all of our health. And if you've been around here for a while and you've listened to a number of these podcast episodes or you're a fan of mine on Instagram or you're on my newsletter list, you'll know that I'm always educating that it's never just one thing that contributes to how your health is. It's your lifestyle. It's how you eat. It's how you move. It's how you touch yourself. It's your relationship with yourself. It's your communication, your moods, your mental state. All of this contributes to all of your health. So your sleep patterns, your digestion, your menstrual cycle, your bleeding, your um, what's another, like your sexual experiences, all of these things come back to your overall experience in life and how that affects you. So I trust that this has been helpful. I would love to hear your feedback on what you notice about your breasts throughout your menstrual cycle. 
come over to our Love Your Cycle community. It's a free Facebook community where women get to connect and collaborate together um, and learn about each other's journeys and their own menstrual cycles. But if you would like to join us over inside the Well Women Academy to get a more in-depth understanding of your menstrual cycle, gain one-on-one support through a group community and coaching experience, Um, It's where I spend most of my time and I hang out the most. So there are links in my bio and on my website to come and learn more about that and to join us. So come over and share what your feedback is. Um, If you're listening to this on your device, please take a, a screenshot and share this through your stories and tag me and I would love to see and I would love to know what you have learned about your breast health throughout your menstrual cycle. Well, thanks for listening. Until next time, have an amazing day, morning, evening, wherever you are. And I can't wait to tune in with you in our next episode. Thank you so much for tuning in to every episode of the Well Women podcast. I trust you enjoyed this episode as much as we did. If you got a lot out of it too, please subscribe and leave a five-star review on iTunes or your podcast app. This means together we can inspire, connect and educate even more women. Now, is there a bestie, a sister or a friend who you know may be frustrated and confused with their health? they ready to discover new aspects of themselves too? Well, take a screenshot of this podcast episode, share it on your social media, email it, text it, or any way you need to get it to their ears. So together we can all live in flow, harmony and balance with our bodies. And be sure to tag me in it too. Hashtag wellwomenpodcast. For everything we mentioned in today's episode, you can find this in the show notes over at wellsome.com forward slash podcast. Until next time, beautiful, get connected, listen to your body and remember, Body confidence all begins with living in tune with your menstrual cycle.